This is Diaries of a Sensitive Soul. My name is Rachel Kelly. Welcome to my podcast. As a highly sensitive person, knowing there's so many others out there just like me, I wanted to create this podcast as a safe place to express myself and connect with others as I explore and share topics that many of us stay silent around. As a trauma-informed coach and narcissistic abuse specialist, you can expect both personal stories and educational insights along the way. My hope is that by hearing the raw and vulnerable parts of my life, you can remind yourself that you're never alone in yours. Hello and welcome back to Diaries of a Sensitive Soul. And in this episode, I'm really excited to explore the topic of high sensitivity, the trait of high sensitivity in men in today's society. And there's going to be a lot of things that I include in this episode, but I specifically wanted to speak to the trait as it exists within men, the way that it expresses itself within men and the challenges that men face or may face when they are maybe not accepting of this trait or unaware of how this trait exists within them as a core part of their personality. And I'm going to come on to talk about some of the things that are really prevalent in today's society, like toxic masculinity, the alpha male stereotype, and really just allowing us to be more open to what it means to be a highly sensitive person as a man, whether you're a man listening to this, whether you're a female listening to this that knows somebody that is a highly sensitive male, or whether you are just listening to this um, as a non-HSP, because I think it's everybody's job in society to really change the way that we view this trait as a highly sensitive person, this trait of high sensitivity. So there's many things we'll cover in this episode today, and I think a good place for me to start is really the trait of high sensitivity. Um, And I won't go too much into what it means to be a highly sensitive person. I released an episode around this. You can go back to episode 10 around the gifts of being a highly sensitive person where I tap more into this trait or just type in HSP and that will come up if you want to hear some more insights around the trait specifically. But in this episode, I'm not going to go too much into what the trait looks like. But again, it will express differently in different people, in in men, in women, um, not because of the gender role as such, um, but everyone's experiences are unique. But at its core, really, we're looking at somebody who has this genetic trait, which is a trait that gives a deeper level of processing, a higher sensory sensitivity to external and internal stimuli. So experiencing the world with the volume turned up, that's how I like to see it. And so often this can look like having a heightened emotional responses, a lot of empathy, strong connection to things, a lot of depth of processing. And just to reiterate, because I'm really passionate about sharing my knowledge around this trait, it's something that I discovered within myself about four years ago now. And 
it's or at least that was the point where I found acceptance for it and I felt so validated by the um, understanding of what it means to be a HSP and so in the past I've worked with highly sensitive men and women and I've really found some similarities and but also differences into the way that I hear the common challenges highly sensitive men are experiencing and it's kind of obvious I feel when we look at today's society why navigating this trait within a man can have some extra depth to um, perhaps the way a woman may feel that they navigate of course many many similarities but what I feel has been coming up a lot for me in my conversations in the people that I'm interacting with the kinds of clients that I've worked with around these particular traits is what we can see in today's society is toxic masculinity and the alpha male stereotype and so with this stereotype when we look at the expectations in society we're looking at a way of being with these stereotypes that can lead to the suppression of emotions in men so of course being a highly sensitive man experiencing everything that's going on within them as a highly sensitive man First of all, wherever you're at, if you're listening to this, as I said, and you're a man with this trait, or you're somebody who is aware of other people around you that express themselves to have this trait, or yeah, you know other people, is just understanding that this societal factor is a huge contributing factor in why some men may be suppressing their innate um, beautiful gifts of yeah, experiencing their emotions to such a high degree. And so when we can understand that and see that it's not an inherent fault of yours as the man, it's not an inherent fault of the man to not really be able to fully express their depth that they have as a HSP, but it actually comes down to the pressures of society and everything that we are being kind of faced with when it comes to looking at the media and understanding you know these roles that men should play in relationships and all of this kind of polarity talk it it can be a whole minefield for men to just understand like how do I really show up in this world and so I wanted to just go into for this first part the challenges they face um how I see uh, toxic masculinity showing up is just a, a harmful set of stereotypes really that men may pick up on and whether it's subconscious or not it's uh, it's it's this idea that men should suppress their emotions conform to kind of rigid ways that masculinity should look and prioritize you know this dominance this um this arrogance this way of being because that's the that's the right way to be um and it leaves no space for the empathy, the vulnerability, the emotional expression that is very much a core part of being a highly sensitive person. You know, it's not being highly sensitive isn't just about feeling emotions so deeply. It's about the depth, the richness of the world that we experience as deeply sensitive people. We feel a lot. We feel the ends of the spectrum. We feel both the joy and the sadness to extremes. And so when we're looking at today's society, when we're looking at men with this trait, so often like 
I see men like confused around how far do they go around expressing their emotions. And the biggest thing that I'm seeing with the high rates of suicide with men and the, the troubles that they're going through is getting to this point of maybe chronic burnout, chronic overwhelm, chronic fatigue, or, you know, all of these psychosomatic symptoms, which are coming from ignoring the body, ignoring the emotions. And if we're living in a society that sends the message that expressing vulnerability or that sensitivity is a sign of weakness, people, men with this trait, have this extra added pressure to hide their true selves. And this level of suppression is detrimental. You know, I've experienced this myself as a woman, but to live with these added extras of men must be X, Y, Z and mustn't show any kind of, you know, weakness. We've led, we've, we've kind of come onto this idea that sensitivity is weakness. Like, what does that word mean to you? Think about what you feel sensitivity means to you is that adding to this this culture or this idea that that sensitivity is something that must be hidden because I know that I used to have that connection that sensitivity was weakness and I attached my whole identity to not being sensitive it was something that I found yeah it's something that I I, I just I just regurgitated this belief this idea that society had that sensitivity was was bad was a weakness and we can all do that unless we're becoming really curious about these beliefs and why we hold these beliefs to be true so naturally this is going to lead to a whole host of mental health you know depression anxiety disconnect from from our true selves and i know with highly sensitive men i've found that in conversations that i've had with these types of men who may know that they feel different they may know that they just aren't fitting in in certain groups they've maybe had some kind of um feeling that they just aren't really connecting with men on another level and it can cause isolation it can cause you know the men to really struggle to find people who understand them at their core who really accept their unique qualities yeah, that loneliness, that lack of support. And it's definitely something I have found myself as well, as along with the men that I have worked with in the past. And it's important that we begin to accept ourselves for who we are, to allow ourselves to be fully seen and accepted. And I will come on to this, you know, in just a moment, how it's really important for men to seek out that support system with other men to be nurtured in that, to be witnessed by other men in their healthy masculine, to be expressing and showing themselves to be open with their emotions, to be owning this trait. So I guess when I got the idea to record this podcast was because I could really see where we can do better in society to help support these this trait and particularly in men as other women as non-HSPs, as people that are ourselves highly sensitive. We all have that role where we can support each other to start to change the narrative around what this trait means and how we can allow for men to express this in a really healthy way. And there are a couple of points that I reflected on 
before recording this episode, really being able to support the highly sensitive man, we have to encourage the vulnerability. We have to encourage the empathy. We have to encourage the emotional intelligence. And it's important that we begin to create this narrative in society, this understanding within ourselves, which is going to lead to people living their truth and leading by example, to understand and recognize that these qualities that I've just mentioned are strengths. They are not weaknesses. And so, yeah, you know, one of the things that we can do is challenge this toxic masculinity idea, this this stereotype where there are harmful associations with stereotypes that are talked about in society. And I know there's certain people that talk about this more than others. I know there's a lot of work out there with people who look at both sides of the masculine, the feminine. And I think it's really important, as I just said moments ago, for men to seek out other men, um, maybe a man's coach, um, maybe it's just a community, it's men's work, doing that work to really learn to embrace who you are at your core and begin to challenge the notion that sensitivity is a weakness. So be it being able to find that place to safely feel vulnerable, to be able to, to show your empathy and not worry that it's going to come across as making you look too nice or too caring. So supporting yourself by seeking out resources for men, you know, encouraging anyone that you know that may have this trait to find their support networks with other men, to find acceptance, because actually being witnessed in your vulnerabilities is the most healing thing that can happen. And I think it also comes down to being able to educate yourself about this trait of high sensitivity. What does it mean to be a highly sensitive person? What are those traits that exist within you and how can you become more accepting of those traits? It it requires a level of understanding and then for yourself to be able to understand how you can better support yourself through understanding. And maybe this is seeking out, you know, support through things that you're reading, blogs, um, books, listening to podcasts, putting yourself into those spaces. And there's another point here that I really wanted to touch on, uh, which is a huge one. And I know because it's something that I had to go through as well. And that is, is that's the piece around our identity. Because when it comes to doing this work, what we're really, really doing is we're looking at ourselves as a whole. We're looking at the stories that we have about ourselves and the beliefs that we have about ourselves. And when it comes to looking at a trait that is a really core part of us, it's nothing wrong with us, but it's a part of our genetics. We are born with the trait of high sensitivity. We don't, we don't develop it. It's scientifically been researched um, by Dr. Elaine Aron, who, who pioneered this research. um, If anyone wants to go and have a look at her work, but it's been thoroughly researched around this trait that It is a genetic trait and there is nothing wrong with it. So we don't want to look, you know, the most instant thing that I I see people doing is, or this this kind of first stage when you understand about this trait, you're like, okay, I, I am a highly sensitive person. There may come a point of like, I want to reject this in myself, or maybe that's what you've been doing up until your life for this whole time, because the traits of the highly sensitive person does not align with the identity that you have in mind for yourself. 
and your identity is the highest form of your beliefs. So whatever you believe to be true about yourself, you're going to reject everything else that doesn't match that. So this is going to take a lot of identity work and it's going to be huge. And, and that is really just stopping to take a look at what it is you have been inherently gifted with this beautiful, amazing trait of high sensitivity, which doesn't just stop at experiencing your world to the richness, the depth that you do, but it allows for you to be this shining bright light. Maybe someone that's going into this healing space, but someone that's able to detect the nuances in life and really just work with this deepened attunement this real high level of being able to perceive things that other people can't. And of course, it's a double-edged sword. It comes with its challenges. But being able to hold such depth, such compassion, such empathy is such an amazing trait as a man. And it's just reminding yourself that as a man, you get to really hold this within you and and reframe what you once held about your identity because it is not a weakness so there's going to come a point where men are going to have to slowly start to adjust and shift maybe the way that they've lived their whole life in order to start beginning to align with this new way of being because once you find out that you're a highly sensitive person, it's like a light bulb. It's a moment of validation. But as I just said there, there may be this period of rejecting sensitivity because you don't like to associate with the word sensitive. It has all of these negative connotations around it for you, for society. So what you're doing is you're rejecting that, but you're rejecting yourself at this core level. So you need to work on those beliefs of self-acceptance of finding out what this new way of being is going to look like. Make it easy for yourself. Begin to accept this trait and then get really clear on the life that you want to live that's in alignment to this trait. And this is not about saying, as a highly sensitive man, you have to go and not live the way that you wanted to live, that you have to mold yourself into a society in a way of being just to please society and the, the society that we're living in or just to... um fit into a way of being that doesn't align to you. That's not what we're saying here when it comes down to acknowledging that. It's not about shielding yourselves away from the world, but about owning that within yourselves, feeling really empowered to curate these experiences from feeling joy, feeling like this is a really powerful, powerful and aligning um, thing that you get to do for yourself. Because when you're at this level of awareness, what's happening now for the highly sensitive man is that there becomes a point where you have to make a decision. And I know all too well, this is, I'm speaking from experience here because I've had to go through this journey myself as a woman, but I, here I am and I'm understanding that there is a, there's an adjustment that has to take place. You're understanding and you're almost weighing up at, the, at a point in the journey for for people with this trait is understanding that do you do you stay trying to force a way of being so for example it may be a lifestyle or a job that you've had it may be that you've you've gone into the world of say finance or sales that requires a real kind of um dominance um extroverted bold confident let's say i'm confident in quote unquote here but a kind of person let's say someone that is regarded as 
confident that has all their stuff together that's going to be this go-getter type person that's you know in all of these ways that I've just described maybe that was a line of work that you were in or you felt that you've attached a lot of your identity in but understanding and accepting who you are may not may not fit that kind of role anymore it may be that you're not designed or desi- you know that you don't desire this type of work anymore and so it's really understanding at that level that there's going to take some processing within yourself to understand which kind of hard do I want to go for right now? Do I want to go for this hard that feels like I'm pursuing this life that isn't in alignment for me because it feels more scary to own this gift, this trait about myself? Or am I willing to go to that hard place on the other side, which is going to be equally as hard maybe temporarily? But am I going to be willing to move through that in order to realign my life and understand like, exactly the life that I want to live as a highly sensitive man. What are these traits about myself? This is a question you get to ask, which kind of line of work do I want to go into? What kind of lifestyle do I want? Which kind of thing supports the person that I am? What kind of, what kind of things that I do on a day-to-day basis supports my nervous system, the way that I have been born, the way my soul was designed in the body that my soul was meant to come into in this lifetime. So we get to ask ourselves these empowering questions and really frame, reframe and switch the focus from, from not desiring to have this trait about yourself. There's so many amazing things that you get to own when you become more in alignment with yourself. So I wanted to finish this episode up on a common question that I briefly touched on when I was talking about the toxic masculinity, the alpha male stereotype, and really learning to understand what that healthy masculine is. And so there's a really common question that I wanted to address because I've had I've had a lot of conversations recently, interestingly, there's been big themes coming up around the conversations that I've been having around like the masculine, the healthy feminine. And I see there's a lot of work, you know, going into this online. And it's something that I'm really learning to understand how to hold these energies within myself, but also how to witness this in other people, but also in the context of relationships. And I I know that there's this this maybe fear or this questioning for men, particularly maybe with this trait of how do I show up finding that right, that healthy balance of being this highly sensitive person with this beautiful trait, being vulnerable, being able to openly express my emotions, whilst also ma- maintaining this kind of healthy masculine in relationships to stay with this idea that we can exist in a healthy relationship with a woman. And there's kind of doubts and fears around, you know, am I going to be too emotional? Am am I still going to be attractive for the woman? I did want to, as I said, I want to touch on this as kind of some food for thought. And how I wanted to reflect on this question is seeing it from both sides, you know, as a man, it's important for a man to understand that these qualities of being a highly sensitive person can really strengthen a relationship with a woman and also lead to them being better partners. And here I'm speaking into this specifically around the attraction of uh, a man to a woman. 
and this is a common concern that I've seen is, is for men to really understand that vulnerability is not the opposite of masculinity. It's, a, it's an integral part of that. And as a man that has the trait of high, of high sensitivity, maybe there is this fear of that, that embracing emotions can be perceived as a lack of masculinity. But from my perspective, and I really like to share my own personal perspective on this, because again, it can become really overwhelming, especially with this school of thought around many people's individual experiences around the topics now of gender, uh, gender roles, um, and gender fluidity, all of that stuff. But I'm just going to sit here and give my personal perspective here with this question. So I personally really find that authenticity is attractive. And the deeper that I've been able to go into my own authenticity, the more I appreciate that within other people. It's like the depth through which you can see other people is the depth through which you can see yourself. And so really becoming into that with yourself, like understanding that when you can find that authenticity within you, you're going to start to ooze magnetism. You're going to start to become really connected to who you are. And that starts with embracing those gifts about yourself. You know, it, it's it's finding that attractive, that level of vulnerability, that level of authenticity. And I know there is this whole thing around, you know, what, how do we find that balance as a man so that we're not just dumping our emotions onto our woman, if we're dating, you know, how do we find that balance of like, how much do we open? How much vulnerability do we share? And again, this comes back to finding that safety within yourself, really finding that core safety within yourself and knowing that, you know, your person, your woman, your person that you're, you're questioning, am I going to be attractive to is you don't have to, del you don't have to dump stuff onto them, which is why what I mentioned previously is finding that safe space that open space for you to go and release your emotions and be held and seen and maybe that's in a community of men or maybe it's with a coach or a therapist but it's understanding that you can find that balance within yourself and that's going to be a really beautiful journey for you to go on as a man if you're listening and it's, it's a question that you've had to be able to understand where that where that balance is and it doesn't have to this is a lifelong journey you know coming home to ourselves what we believe to be true, how we want to show up, working on how we can show up best for ourselves. And again, if this is in relationship for your partners, for that person that you're dating or in communication with. So really just understanding here that, you know, how, how I really feel with this myself is just honest, open communication is the best thing, is, is the best thing that has ever like enabled me to really respect and see um, somebody for who they truly are so communicating your emotions openly rather than suppressing them which allows for that sharing that openness of feelings and the encouragement for other people to do the same I think communication is a huge part of everything I realize how important it is that like how many problems would just be solved if we could all just be open in our communication style and just be like hey, this is what I'm feeling. Like, imagine the level of shame that would just lift. And, you know, we get to start by doing that. Every single one of us listening to this, if we want to feel that there's this openness and this, this ability to be 
more authentic to ourselves we have to start with ourselves by leading by example that if we can just be open in our own communication we're leading by example we're helping that next person that we come in contact with to lift the shame because we're making it okay to talk about topics that other people may not have that confidence to do yet and if you're here listening then maybe you're already on this path and you're you're already getting there you're already there i just wanted to wrap this up with really emphasizing that being able to sit with your empathy and that compassion and actively listening are are really beautiful strengths as a guy and for me i find that so attractive to be able to sit in the state the space and presence of a man who is able to empathize to have compassion and to be able to really listen that's a strength and it's you know it's not something that should be hidden away for fear of like oh i'm just going to be um you know that i i shouldn't be this way and the way that i see confidence growing within a man within any person is the more rooted you are in yourself the more rooted you are in your own true essence and your authenticity the more grounded that you're going to be and the more confident that you're going to be able to be yourself. So actually this fear of worrying about how masculine you're going to be or how attractive you may be to somebody else with this trait, you know, it's it's owning in yourself and knowing that it actually is courageous and really bold of you to open up and be honest about your emotions. And that reframe, that being open and honest about your emotions and making space to feel and process your emotions outside of that, like that's, you know, it's being able to understand when is the right time to to do that and to process and to go into your feelings. But knowing that that is, that is a skill in itself and to be able to understand vulnerability isn't weakness. Your sensitivity isn't weakness and your confidence is going to come from being able to understand when you can be vulnerable and that vulnerability is a sign of emotional strength. And the last thing that I wanted to talk on here was setting boundaries. Boundaries are huge. It's been a huge part of my journey. It's been a huge part of people that I've worked with, men and women. And setting boundaries as a HSP is huge, given the fact that most highly sensitive people have at some point gone into their people-pleasing tendencies and almost made that part of their personality because of the way that, you know, we've grown up in this society. So setting boundaries and understanding that that is going to be a really core part of developing that relationship to yourself and doing so with, for a man, you know, it's demonstrating self-respect and assertiveness for yourself, knowing when you get to say no, asserting your more masculine qualities in that way, giving yourself that self-respect and assertiveness. You don't need to be pleasing everyone or falling into this trait. But I also believe that there's no kind of one size fits all definition of masculinity. And, you know, even with the the feminine side of things, you know, we all are all the, our own unique expressions of what this means. And it's not your trait of high sensitivity. That's that's all you are. The trait of high, being a highly sensitive person isn't all who you are. It's not what defines you. It's not a label that you have to cling on to of like, this is all of me. But you are your own unique blend of everything that you've, that everything that you are, all of your unique qualities of this trait, but also your soul's unique expression. We're all unique souls here. 
we've all had different lives we've all had different conditioning we're all different people genetically made up from so many different parts the sensitivity piece is a beautiful part and it comes in there but it's not what makes you it's all of those things that make you attractive that make you special and it's embracing your authenticity to connect into those parts of you to be able to openly communicate and to continue to grow emotionally as you build your awareness around this and it's finding balance in all areas of your life with all the topics that I've spoke on spoke on it's how to find that balance within yourself sensitivity is a gift and I really believe that it's something we get to celebrate the journey for me coming back to myself as a highly sensitive person has been one of the most life-changing experiences that I've had and really it's a gift that we get to celebrate and that's the final reminder and I'm gonna just end that episode here there are many other things I feel I could talk on on this around the trade I've been working with clients with this trait for the last few years and I've just been deepening my own journey with how to make and create a life that's designed for a highly sensitive nervous system and that's the journey that I'm on and I continue to move through I continue to decondition it's not a quick fix it's not a quick path but it is your path it's your path you were designed this way for a reason the more accepting you can be of who you are designed to be in this world for all of the amazing reasons, for all of the amazing gifts of this trait, the easier your life will feel, the better, the more confident you'll feel, the more trusting of yourself you'll be. And it's a beautiful journey to go on. So again, I'm here to message you can drop me a dm on instagram if you feel you have some further insights or you want to share your story and i'm open to any more topics that you'd like me to unpack with my own personal reflections in there of course and yeah i hope to see you in the next episode thank you so much for listening If anything I shared in today's episode has touched your heart or you feel cool to share with me any parts of your own personal journey, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me over on Instagram at IamRachelKelly. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode.